Welcome to Get Real with me, Dr. Friedman. If you want to live with greater purpose, authenticity, and empowerment, this is your time to upgrade your belief systems, unlock your true potential, and discover the endless possibilities of you becoming the creator of your life. A sign told me the other day that she only has casual relationships because she has been hurt a few years ago by her boyfriend. And since ever then, she just doesn't want to be vulnerable anymore. And another client told me that she has a hard time making new friends because she's much more focused on what those friends want her to be or what interests she should share with them rather than being open and being vulnerable. Do you also struggle with vulnerability and that feeling of opening up and letting people see who you are? I think vulnerability is something that is in many ways an issue, a block that stands between us and more deeper and meaningful relationships. So when you really look what vulnerability is, it is a scary thing. In the dictionary, it says exposing yourself to the possibility of being attacked, either physically or emotionally. Well, yeah, I mean, if that's what vulnerability is about, of course, there is something that we want to avoid because, you know, mainly we want to avoid being judged and rejected. But I do believe that we have it backwards. We are looking at vulnerability from the wrong end because ultimately we only make it about other people and the potential eyebrow raising and negative responses we could get when we share what's inside of us. It's like a little bit skiing, you know, when you, I don't know if you like skiing, I like skiing, but you, know, you would only think about, well, I'm putting myself on these fiberglass, uh, you know, thingies, uh, hoping I won't break my leg. Or you would say I'm getting married, but ultimately I'm exposing myself to the risk of getting divorced. So with vulnerability, it's like, well, I'm opening up, but ultimately I'm taking the risk of getting rejected, criticized, ridiculed, embarrassed, well, if we think about all of those things only in regards to the danger they pose to us, naturally it takes a lot of strength and courage to do them anyhow. But what if we actually look at vulnerability as not something that's about others, but that's really about us? And what if we are not calling it vulnerability anymore, but we are calling it authenticity, being your authentic self. Because then you would say, well, maybe if I can be my authentic self, then I can have deeper and more meaningful relationships because people know me better and they can relate to me more. Maybe when I am my authentic self and I'm sharing that truth within I can also be an inspiration to others, or maybe they can learn from my mistakes. Or maybe when I am more authentic, they can be more authentic. And then we do also learn from each other 
But ultimately, being authentic, maybe that's the freedom and that sense of peace with yourself that deep inside, I think we all desire. Breaking away from the illusion that we can only be accepted conditionally and that we have to otherwise blend in or be invisible to survive. I think choosing to be authentic rather than trying to be vulnerable is a much better perspective. Now, authenticity is not easy, just like, you know, being vulnerable is not easy. But the difference is, see, I often think uh, when people try to be vulnerable, it's like inviting people, others into their home. But the home, they don't really know very well. They don't know where to sit people. They don't know exactly where the powder rooms are or anything like that because they haven't really spent a lot of time there. Plus, it's not very well decorated. And maybe it's even a mess because it never really has been decluttered or cleaned up. So being vulnerable often means that you are letting people see you in a maybe more confused or more hurt state. And you're hoping that it's still going to be okay. Hopefully they're going to like you. Hopefully they're going to have mercy with you or maybe make you feel better. So there's always kind of an agenda with that vulnerability. So if you are seeing again the invitation to have others come and, and join you or share a time with you, if you see this analogy with authenticity, your home is something that you own. Your home is something that you have spent time with, that you know the ins and outs, you know the strength and maybe the things that still need to have a little work done. You know what you can share with the people that come and the things that you rather keep private or share with very few. But you invite people not because you want to be liked or you want to get approval. You invite people into your home of authenticity because you feel that you want to share and connect with those people. And it's a joy for you to share that space. That is a difference between authenticity and vulnerability. Now, to become vulnerable, uh, to become authentic, to become authentic, there is a little work that needs to be done. You know, we, we cannot just say, well, authentic just means that I'm going to broadcast everything I'm doing. I'm going to do a play-by-play -play of all the thoughts and feeling I'm having. I am bombarding everyone with my deepest inner secrets and also my judgments, meaning like I tell my parents, you know, when the pot roast sucked on Sunday and I'm going to tell my boss that, you know, he's really horribly dressed or whatever. No, that's not authenticity. That's pretty much spilling it all out and being out of control. You know, like Brené Brown said, you know, being vulnerable or authentic doesn't mean that you're broadcasting your, you know, bikini waxing life. It just means being authentic that you first and foremost take an interest on yourself. When it takes courage for vulnerability, it takes self-awareness and curiosity to gain authenticity. So rather than running away from yourself or always looking at what other people 
want from you or how you think you should be in order to please them. Just sit some time with yourself. Look inside. Listen to your thoughts. I had a client the other day write down simply three times a day how she feels and what thoughts she has connected to those feelings. It was eye-opening for her. She really felt like, wow, I finally actually pay attention to myself. And, and I told her not to judge herself or shame herself for even negative or darker thoughts. She could just be much more open and in many ways accepting and even compassionate for what was going on inside of her. And lo and behold, when we are more curious and are not having the expectation, everything has to be perfect and we have to have it all figured out. And the only emotion that is really acceptable is happiness or maybe having a little bit of contentment with it. If we really let all of those things go and just go in with curiosity and saying, who am I really? Why am I responding to certain situations with that emotion? Why am I doing certain things habitually? Is that really still something that is in alignment with me? Or is it something that I'm forcing myself to do because that's familiar? And maybe that's what's expected from the outside. If you're just asking yourself some really opening questions to gain a deeper understanding, and again, being more, you know, the, the anthropologist who is uh, interested in finding out what you're all about rather than the judge who says you're good or bad, then you start to get a better relationship with yourself. And then you feel also a deeper sense of self-responsibility where you're noticing, huh, I have these patterns. I'm slave driving myself to overwork or I'm never giving myself rest. Or I have the pattern of always, you know, pleasing others and never really asking for help myself. And then you realize that doesn't really feel right anymore. There's something out of alignment. It's not really authentically who I want to be and who I am. And then gradually you change those patterns. And that is a form of authenticity that you're sharing with others. So it's not about sharing all that's going on inside, but sharing things that are more in alignment with you. You know, maybe you can share authentically that, you know, you want to also be someone who is, you know, telling the person that you usually only listen to what's going on, what is happening in your life. Or maybe you feel like authentically it's important for you to not always be available to, you know, go on the weekends out and, you know, have parties or all those things that you may have felt you need to do, but that you need some quiet time and that you sometimes also need some alone time. The showing the world more your preferences, more what really is feeling right to you, that is a form of authenticity that, you know, for some may feel like, oh, that's vulnerable because somebody may not like it. But if you own it and if you feel that this is your relationship to yourself that counts, your opinion of what is right for you that matters more than the opinions of others, being authentic is ultimately being free. 
And then you are allowing also others to be free with you. Because I notice this all the time, how often we are worried about getting judged. Because in our mind, we are judging others all the time. So it's almost as if we are setting ourselves up to live in a world where judgment, criticism, good and bad is normal. And we judge ourselves as much as we judge others. And so we are assuming naturally, well, everyone probably does that. But is that really true? And is it really necessary? So if we are becoming more authentic, allowing people just to be themselves, whether they are pretending to be this way, whether they have still a fear of opening up, exposing themselves, whether they have now also found a way to express what's going on inside of them from an authentic place. And it may not really what we used to hear from them. Having that decision of not judging them and just also embracing their authenticity as a win, that allows hopefully in all of your relationships a ripple effect to go through where we can all root for each other's realness and authenticity, where we no longer creating these threats and dangers for others because they're afraid of being themselves, but where we are leading by example and showing the joy of just being authentic and real. Now, that takes a little work. Being authentic instead of being vulnerable is like learning a new language. You know, when you are vulnerable, and you're afraid, you're you know, speaking a different language and you just say the bare minimum because you're afraid of being ridiculed. Now, when you're feeling more and more authentic, that doesn't mean that you are broadcasting on TV a big speech because you may not really know your authenticity yet so clearly. So being authentic as the analogy of a language may mean that you're sharing this also just gradually maybe with the person that you feel the closest with or the most comfortable with. And then you are gradually venturing out and having more experiences and conversations in that authentic way. The point is, take your time. Don't worry that, well, I need to be now authentic right in this moment and all the time. Just see it as a longer journey. A journey home to yourself, a journey where you're creating a space within you that is so solid and so safe and where you know so much who you are and what you're about that nothing from the outside can shake you up. You may be open to hear you know, other people's input and consider suggestions or feedback, but it doesn't feel like an earthquake like it often fails when we are vulnerable and then we are feeling shaken up as soon as we don't get the response we want. When you feel that authenticity and you're sharing this authenticity, you know whatever you share is something you stand behind. And whatever people feel about them is usually saying way more about them than about yourself. So next time you're afraid of being vulnerable, just realize, well, maybe I'm afraid because I don't really know and appreciate myself 
enough. Maybe it's not about yet feeling, okay, I have to be more vulnerable. It's apparently really something that society wants and social media people always talk about how vulnerable they are. But ultimately, it's kind of a pretended vulnerability because it has an agenda. The agenda to get some positive affirmation, some likes, some nice comments. And it's really not necessarily a self-contained sense of, I'm just sharing this because this is my truth. And it doesn't really matter what you think about it. I hope it's inspiring you. I hope it's making you, you know, think about something deeper. But it is not something that I need to feel. Either I have to apologize or need to get uh, some approval for. So when you really next time go into this place of I'm afraid of my vulnerability or of being vulnerable, just change your thoughts to, I am curious about how to know myself better, how to embrace myself more, how to find out more what it is, that home within, that home of authenticity and truth. And then when I'm feeling comfortable, I am ready and open to invite others in to join me in that space. So no rush. No need to force yourself to be vulnerable. But maybe that feeling of vulnerability is just a reminder that it's time to spend a little bit more with yourself and be a little bit more open to figure out how amazing you truly are. Well, let's do a little process for you to shift from that vulnerability into the curiosity of your authentic self. So close your eyes and get comfortable. Maybe you want to put your hands on your heart or on your legs. If you sit, keep your feet on the ground. If you lay down, just notice how you can truly let your whole back and front completely relax as you're sinking in to the surface, whatever you're laying on. And take just a few nice, slow, deliberate breath in and out. watching the breath as a reminder of your responsibility to nourish yourself with oxygen but also with food and water and setting your intention to now also nourish yourself with awareness Connecting to your body by simply observing your body and realizing that every cell of your being is a part of you. And as you are scanning across your body, 
Just notice where in your body there may be a little tension. Where in your body you may hold on to some stress. And then gently breathe into this area and release all that energy that may have been stored or stuck there. And while you're scanning across the body, just spend a few moments with gratitude for all the aspects of your body that have been faithfully supporting you. And even though maybe in the past you were complaining or shaming yourself or your body not being perfect, just look inside and start appreciating all the things your body does so well every day. Think about the movements it allows you to make. All the activities you can do. How your body takes on nutrition and uses it to keep you alive and how it eliminates all the things that no longer serve you, all the toxins that can be harmful. Shower your body with gratitude and appreciation. And then just take note with an open, curious mind of how you're feeling. What feelings do you have right now? Maybe you feel nothing or just peace. Maybe there are feelings that you don't know why they are there, but they are coming up without judgment without the need to completely understand or change anything. Just observe and accept. Breathing slow and deep to open up more your awareness now pay attention to your thoughts. Has your mind been quiet and following this guidance? Or has your mind been running around, trying to distract you and pull you away from this present moment? Simply be aware of your thoughts. No judgment, no wrestling match, no debating club, simple observation and acceptance. And then notice your heart. 
Does your heart feel open? Open to you? Does your heart let you in because it feels now safe to have you visit, have you see what's inside? Or does your heart feel tight and tense because it feels blocked or guarded even from yourself? Pay attention your heart once again don't force it don't judge it simply accept whatever is right now and then think about the day that has passed or the day that is to come and notice if there are certain aspects of that day that feel more in alignment with yourself where you feel like this feels right this feels good this has flow this has ease and others that may feel more contracting you or there may be a resistance coming up or it may feel like a heavy burden you're carrying around. Or it may feel that you have to hold yourself back or push against something. Without judgment, simply observing which parts of the day, which activities or interactions make you feel either open, flowing, and connect it to yourself or the opposite. And again, no judgment, simple observation. Take note of all that you observed. And simply go back inside and imagine that you can go deeper into your core with your awareness. And that in your core, you can sense and feel a center of gravity, an inner strength, a source of wisdom, a presence that may signal to you, I am. Connect to that source within, which you may visualize like a light, like an internal sun force field within and just open up to sense that strength from within 
as something that you could describe as your signature self, your true essence, that inner wisdom that tells you what is right for you in alignment with you, that keeps you on your journey, on your path. Connect to that inner strength. And simply ask if there is anything right now, that inner strength, that inner essence wants to share with you on how to learn more about who you are and how to live with greater authenticity and a greater sense of truth from within. There may be moments where you now see clearly certain changes you want to make. You may feel inspired to write something down. Maybe think about something in a different light. You may feel that there is just a greater sense of ease with what's to come and choices that may change how you go about the day. But first and foremost, you will feel more calm and at peace because you have spent some time with yourself, connecting to yourself, being observant and real with yourself. And if you do this, every time you do it, you will feel more and more at home with who you truly are. And then sharing this home, this authentic truth with others will be a joy, will be a sense of generosity, but also a deep desire, wanting to connect on a level that most of us are not used to. But then take a nice breath in. Exhale. Another deep breath in. And when you open your eyes in a moment, just be willing to see yourself and the world around you in a new and maybe a more authentic way. Welcome back. Open your eyes.